Happy New Year! Yes, okay, we're... now the first part of our episode is going to be Happy New Year. Okay. It's not a new year. Um, it's no. still 2021. Yeah, still. And, <laughs> um, um, there was just a countdown, and I said Happy New Year at the end of it because I think it's going to be that is like what we are trying to say. I think it's going to be the end of you saying one, and then Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> um, we would just like to be clear: it's not a new year, and anyone who's confused out there, please don't be. <laughs> Suzanne was just fooling around. Anyway, yep. seltzers. Yes, okay. Hold on. You go first. Okay. Okay, I've done mine. Whoa, okay. Some sprayed out on mine. So I have, like, some seltzer on my forehead. Oh, okay. Well, wipe it off if you need to. Pour it into my mug. (sighs) Okay. Happy okay, New Year. so yeah, Happy... I have something to ask you. What? So today, sorry, that was you texting me. Um, oh. Today, you know, I'm going to put my phone on silent. Today, um, <coughs> you forgot your lunchbox at school. Well, Almost. So you left school and you went to where we get picked up, which is like a hundred feet away from school. Yeah. And you realized you forgot your lunchbox once your father had already arrived so you uh-huh. ran all the way back, and then you ran back past me, and you shoved three Hershey's chocolates into my hands with no explanation. I uh, ate them, and I'm worried <laughs> if that was a mistake. Oh, don't be worried. Personal information. He gave them to me, so if it is a mistake, <laughs> it's his fault. He had chocolate, and the people who were still there were getting it. So oh. you should be glad I went there. Yeah. Um, oh, you might have to personal information out uh our teacher's name yeah i will but um so they were getting candy because he had a secret stash of hershey's and he gave me six and he said give half of these to Susanna." so he thought of you oh nice yeah and then i kind of personal information i'm doing that one for myself yeah i tried to um kind of sneak them in your hand like a drug deal like i kind of <laughs> shook hands with you yeah because i didn't you, want anyone you else trying to, see. to do that made me think that they might contain drugs yeah i understand how that was a fatal flaw <laughs> i see that now but um nothing was poisonous to my knowledge <laughs> i did just read on the huffington post that hershey's chocolate contains some like chemical that's also found in vomit so that's your fun fact of the day. <laughs> but I'm sure what everything re- contains a chemical that's also found in vomit. Yeah. Vomit's pretty diverse in its chemicals. Um, <laughs> <laughs> were you just reading the Huff- Huffington Post to read the Huffington Post? Or were you reading it to do research on Hershey's? No. I w- it just came up as like a recommended article, you know, on like Google. Hold on. I'm going to take my sweater oh, off. That's such a coincidence. It's so weird. Oh my god, my back. These chairs are ridiculous. They're dinner table chairs, so you aren't meant to sit in them for a long time. But they're really, like, pretty, so I keep them in my room. But they hurt my back so much. <sighs> it's, uh, it's unreasonable. But anyway. Uh, yeah, sorry, oh, oh, one of my AirPods fell out while I was taking off my sweater. Sorry, what did oh, you say? Okay. 
Oh, nothing. I was just trying to stall for time. I was talking about my chair. Yeah, um, I got a nice chair. It's like I, I ergonomic nice to lean back. It's really nice looking, but it's a dinner chair. So uh, it's you aren't meant to sit in it for uh, long periods of time. And I do sit in it for long periods of time because it's in my room and it's at my desk. <laughs> and um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So it looks really nice, but it's deeply uncomfortable. And I often um, lean back a lot. And sometimes when we're on Zoom, I accidentally fall and I just squat because I don't want anyone to know I fell. <laughs> what? I never see you fall off your chair and Zoom. I know because I'm squatting. I'm good at it. I've You're very good at it. it. Yeah. I mean, I lean back like that and just try to... I'm usually very straight-faced on Zoom. It's kind yeah. of like I'm kind of just staring at you dead-eyed, but... Um, <laughs> so it's easy to keep my expression flat, and it gives me a rush. It's like my cocaine. <laughs> Falling off your chair is like your yes. cocaine? Yeah, falling off my chair on Zoom. I kind of uh, yes. that. Because it's, um, it's for other people to see. So, anyway. Yeah. My chair is really nice. It's like a office chair. So, it's designed oh. to be sat in for a long period of time. But Can it's really spin? ugly. Like, oh. the silver metal doesn't match the, like, weird brown leathery stuff. Also, oh, it doesn't yeah. fit underneath my tiny Ikea desk. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm like I'm always banging into it like that. I I have this picture in my mind of your knees just being up to here, up to the top <laughs> of the desk, and it's, it's really not, funny. It's not quite that, but I can't cross my legs under it or anything. Oh, that sucks. We cross our legs a lot. We're late. Yeah, I usually cross my legs when I'm like sitting in a chair, but exactly. I think when I started crossing my legs, that's truly when I became an adult. Probably. Probably. <laughs> Although I started doing it at like seven. Yeah, <laughs> probably. I matured when fast. I become a, when I became a really irresponsible twenty-year-old <laughs> who also crossed All right, their legs. Uh, should we so. start it? Yes, we should. Um, All right, um, hi. Yeah. I'm Susanna. I'm Will, and this is Zen on Billion, a podcast about television. Theme, theme song. song. Another we're, SNL one. We're, yes, another SNL. As DJ Khaled would say, another one. An- oh my god, wow, you really connected that. <laughs> Bravo, that's actually really funny. You know, yeah, when I oh, think thank something's you. funny, Yeah, I, I was usually... just watching it, so it was kind of in my head. Yeah. Uh-huh. Another one. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, oh I just figured out, I just found out that Paul Rudd's birthday is in four days. As really? of this recording. Okay. So it'll drop off, three days before his birthday. So Paul Rudd, happy early fifty second birthday. Yes, we would like to say this before we forget. Happy fifty second birthday, Paul Rudd. You're an icon, ageless icon. Really okay. ageless. Have you seen that vulture quiz? Um, vul- that oh. vulture quiz, uh, which Paul Rudd picture is older? He does not age. It's I know, scary. It's you know, my yeah. dad once got dinner with Paul Rudd. Really. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, what can you expect? You know the story. Have I told it on this podcast? I don't Uh, think I I have. No. He was on a date 
and he didn't like the date. But the date uh. knew this comedian, and he didn't like the comedian either. But the comedian knew Paul Rudd, and they were all at like the same bar. So then they all got dinner. Oh, well, he liked Paul Rudd. Yes, Paul Rudd was very nice. Are they still connected? No, no, they just met once. I don't think oh, Paul Rudd would remember this? my dad like at all. When was this? In his Columbia years or his nineties years or after? Yeah, his com- his Columbia years for sure, because he was in New York, but he wasn't like a teenager. Okay, cool. Yeah, I identify Susan's dad by his um, college of weather, because most of his most of your amazing experience will happen in college. Said someone. <laughs> Well, he was in college for, like, 12 yeah, years. Yeah, so there's a high probability that a lot of his great experiences... I mean, all of his experiences that happened in his 20s were had to be in college. Yeah, my oh, dad didn't 40? get held back. He just got a PhD. Yeah. Yeah, just so you know. <laughs> He's not still in high school in his 20s. He was not. His no. dissertation um, got turned into a book. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Good for him. It's about intelligence and Shakespeare and other Renaissance writings. Okay, good for him. Uh, should we get? He's to making it? lots of breakthrough e-race research. He's writing his second book now. Oh um, yeah. It's about stupidity in Shakespeare and other Renaissance literature. Oh. <laughs> it's real fun. Um, okay. He actually he just gave a big talk at a very big conference today. So, yay my dad. Yay my dad. I meant yay your dad. He presented his breakthrough. He presented his breakthrough evidence research on the word twangling, which is apparently very important. Oh, great. Good for him. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Should we get to the summary? Or the... Oh, yeah. Let's okay. do it. Okay. So hold on. This week's I got to episode... take a sticky note off my wall because I can't see it. Okay. This week's episode is SNL season 44 finale, DJ Khaled. Um, and DJ Paul Rudd. Khaled. Paul Rudd. Yes. <laughs> DJ Khaled is the quote-unquote musical host. Um, <laughs> um, and Paul Rudd is the... Or musical guest. Excuse me. Um, and Paul Rudd is the host. He's an amazing host. DJ Khaled. You know, he's him. He's himself. <laughs> Gotta respect that. But... Hold on. Um, a, um, a, like a push pin? Just a... What do we call them? Like thumb... Thumbtacks? Thumbtacks. Thumbtacks, yes. One of them just um, fell on my floor, so I'm going to pick it up before I step on it. Okay. We aren't really going to give a plot summary. We're just going to list through the um, sketches that happened in it, because if you're at all familiar with SNL, you know that it's not really a plot. It's just a sketch comedy show. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. Can I go first? Okay, sure. There are 12 sketches that I counted. Including yep. cold open, so and musical mm-hmm. stuff, so and yeah, update. we so, yeah. six, huh? Great. Okay. Okay, go. I'll start. All right. Yeah. Um. Okay, so the cold open is a musical performance, um, starring Trump, uh, who is singing "Don't Stop Me Now," um, which is apparently by Queen, according to Mike Pence. But when are we listening to Mike Pence? Yeah, did you not know it was by Queen? I'm not very familiar with that song outside of this sketch. Okay. 
Continue. Yeah, I know. I'm un- I'm inexperienced with the world. I don't know about Denny's. We've covered this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, let's see who shows up. Melania, um, Sarah Huckabee Sanders is I think her name. It is. Um, yeah. Uh, Pence, Don Don Jr. Eric. and Eric. Yes, um, Eric. Muller, Kanye. Um, one of the so. Supreme Court justices, and, and that other Wilbur guy, Ross. Uh, wait, who? Wilbur What's Ross. That's who Kate McKinnon was. Oh, she's so funny as him. It's ridiculous. She's the best. Anyway, is that basically it? Um, yeah, sing, and so they sing things. It. Oh, yeah. So they're basically singing about how powerful the Trump administration is at that point in time, and just all the stuff they're doing because it was a that week especially i actually i remember that week it was like one of the first snl stuff i was like i remember when that was happening so yeah it was a rough week all that abortion stuff uh yeah i mean i didn't follow it i didn't follow the week in actual time but considering the snl stuff and just common knowledge about the abortion stuff yeah pretty rough yeah. Huh. Okay. You done? Um, yeah. I think that's okay. the cold open. Cool. Want to go into the monologue? I do want to go into the monologue. So, Paul Rudd, monologue, he talks about how he's hosted the show a lot, um, and he makes the observation that it needs to be funny, but it needs to be a little heartfelt, kind of like a best man speech. So, he makes a best man speech to SNL, saying how crazy it was and how many people were on it and how it it was the 70s or the 80s or the 90s and whatever this is. And um, then he gives a short anecdote about being born in 1945 and um, meeting Lauren, who wasn't at SNL at the time, no, um, he was. He started it. But it wasn't called SNL. It was called NBC Saturday Night. And I have plenty to say about this. Oh, excuse me. I didn't know. He, I I mean, I assumed he was a major part of it, but I didn't know he started it. From the yeah, the head writer was Michael O'Donoghue, wh- who was not a good person. Um, no one was really a good person at that time. It was the 70s. Yeah. Okay. And then, um, then he just does some stuff about that and essentially makes a best man speech SNL being the groom okay and um a journey through time um this was so this is a recurring sketch uh with Miss Rafferty I don't remember her first name uh it started with Ryan Gosling not Ryan Reynolds I get them confused but not this time um and so basically, I'm just going to say their names because their character names aren't really mentioned and I can't, or I can't remember them, but uh, Kate McKinnon, Cecily Strong, and Paul Rudd ha- are the first ever known um, victims of a time travel event. Um, while Paul Rudd and Cecily Strong got to go into the beautiful, hopeful future, um, Kate McKinnon traveled back in time to caveman era and... <laughs> Was acquainted with the alpha female, um, while the other two, you know, 
got introduced to the Council for Humanity. Um, Made up of all the different races. All the different races. And uh, Paul Rudd loves Showtime. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, imagine what's going to happen when that free trial expires. Will he pay the ten ninety nine a month? Is it ten ninety nine? Tune in next week to find out. Yes, it is. I looked it up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that basically... Yeah, that's basically Yeah, it. that's it. All right, okay. we got the Game of Thrones tribute. Yes, I do. The Game of Thrones tribute. Um, this is a digital short starring Paul um, Keenan, some oh, other famous sorry. guy, Jane can Fonda. I just, what? Can I just very quickly uh, say what? one thing? Yeah. It's a little bit... Um, this isn't a criticism on you. It's on the um, popular... Uh, practice of referring to pre-taped SNL sketches as digital shorts because for me that always will be connected to the SNL digital shorts so I like to refer to them as like pre-tapes because that's okay. what they call them um it's the Game of Thrones finale the week when they're filming this and um as a tribute to Game of Thrones um Pete decides to do a Game of Thrones rap even though he's never seen the show. And Keenan tells him that he doesn't have to do so something for Game of Thrones just because it's popular. And so he decides to do a rap about Grace and Frankie, uh, which is a great show. I've never watched it, but I assume it's great. I mean, and it's Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin. Yeah, it so kind of has to be. Yeah. Five seasons and Emmy nominations. Well, more is did it ever go on to six? Maybe I don't know. I, I think assume so. Yeah, probably. But um, so he raps about that. DJ Khaled is there. He does a small quote-unquote verse mm. about um, about the show, and they really just crush it. They crush it. All right, on to you. What's wrong with this picture? Ah, yes. Another installment in the What's Wrong repeatedly um, misguess a picture of you guess what is wrong with this picture. Um, usually very, very incorrectly. They, two children swinging, a girl looking at herself in the mirror, and a office and a desk sort of space. And then Paul Rudd's character finally accurately guesses the girl on roller skates on ice, uh, but then mistakes her for his wife. And yes. Elliot Pants is thoroughly underwhelmed. The end by Susanna. <sighs> okay, next is DJ Khaled's first performance. I didn't really pay attention to this, unfortunately. He brought Lil Wayne on. That's really all I know. And Big um, Sean and regular Jeremiah. Okay, thank you. <laughs> thank you for clarifying that. Um... Yeah, so it's basically him being him, his lovable self and uh, the other people, talented people, rapping. Yeah. Um, that's basically it. But over to you. Weekend update. Okay, weekend update. Oh my god. Okay, I have to admit, and I'll probably get to this later, but this is probably my favorite Colin Michael weekend update ever. And I mean, they're still doing stuff, so it's a tentative favorite, but still, I love it. Let's see. First, they do some joke about things. And then, of course, Janine Pirro comes yeah. on and ends up getting both of them 
very, very wet in the process uh, with what is most likely water, but was framed as some kind of alcohol um, because she has a drink every time Trump ignores a subpoena. And then still thoroughly soaked, uh, Colin and Michael swap, do their um, twice yearly joke swap. And Colin gets the short end of the stick as usual. Although Michael did have to um, deliver a pretty crazy joke about Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then Leslie Jones comes on in her final update appearance because uh, oh she left God. after this episode. And it was it was great. It was so awesome. And it was about abortion rights. And it was just it was so great. She's yeah. the best. Okay. Yeah, is that up to me? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, next is Music Fancy Box. Party. Um, the official name is Music Box, according to Vulture. But. So two people are in a uh, antique shop when Paul Rudd, when they come across two people and their daughter, two parents and their daughter. Who are confused um, about their sobriety. <laughs> yes. Um, well, Kyle Mooney is confused about his sobriety. Although, um, so is Cecily Strong. She's confused about what It's a miscommunication. Yeah. Overall, just <laughs> ill-calculated. <laughs> so they come across a music box with their daughter, and the daughter likes it. And then Paul Rudd comes over as the owner of the antique shop and says, Oh, that's a great piece. If you twist the knob, um, music will play, which is how most music boxes work. So I don't know why they didn't figure that out sooner. Um, and they hear a song, they like it, and then, and then they don't know it. Initially, they forget it, and then the Paul Rudd character, um, reminds them and sings a couple lyrics to it, and it, we find out that the song is called Fancy Party, which is about a ballerina being flatulent at a fancy party. Yes, and then... In the end, Cecily Strong accidentally breaks the music box, and (laughs) then it's a Twilight Zone. (laughs) Yay. Yeah, okay. Um, The View. The View. Oh, actually, I would like to add that it's also another installment in the sort of recurring sketch where it's just sort of a recurring theme where Cecily Strong uh, makes the host remember this song Uh, about this really obscure song that's really weird. She most recently did it with Dan Levy. So. Oh. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. The view. So, the hosts, panelists of the view, um, talk about abortion, and uh, Megan McCain gets very upset, <laughs> and then they bring on Paul Rudd's Pete Buttigieg. Joy Behar officially adopts him as her nephew and then they bring out his husband and then they agree that he's very cool but they are all in love with joe biden and that's kind of it i once watched the view when i was very bored um (laughs) really sunday morning yes i saw a clip of the view once ah yeah not that entertaining it's just some screaming Uh, (laughs) um yeah megan mccain's hair is really weird these days yeah Oh, yeah, I saw a picture of that. Um, Next is the second DJ Khaled performance. As you can expect, a lot of people, not a lot of him. Um, (laughs) SZA was there and John Legend was there, and that's really all I know. It was a tribute to Nipsey Hussle. 
Oh, cool. I didn't really pay attention to that, but thank you for that, uh, info. Yes. And basically it's it. It's, as you can expect, if you watch the first one or any other DJ Khaled performance, you can know what to expect. And, yeah. That's basically it. It's a great, amazing performance, and I'm so glad he did it. And <laughs> made a episode so much better. And contributed <laughs> a lot. All right, over to you. Uh, Leslie and Kyle. Okay, I only watched this one, like, once. Because um, Leslie and Kyle sketches aren't my favorite. But as I um, said before, it's Leslie's last episode. So they kind of brought back this sketch that they did at sort of the beginning of her tenure where she it was like a mockumentary about her and um, Kyle Mooney being in love. And basically they're like, they go back and watch those sketches they made and fall in love for real. Yes. <laughs> and we will not go into any more depth. Yeah, um, I don't think we need to. We don't. Um, yeah, Ouija, Ouija. I don't Ouija. know how to pronounce it. It's an A, but it's Ouija. It's Ouija. It's definitely Ouija. It's not Ouija. <laughs> okay. It, yeah. They call it Planchette in Downton Abbey. Oh well, that's that's just them being old and British. Um, okay. Um, there is a bunch of girls having sleepovers and um, having a sleepover and. Um, Paul Rudd is there as the dad who offers them pita chips, raisins, and salt as a snack and <laughs> a single gogurt for them to pass around. Sorry. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, what? my God. Hold on. What? <laughs> you made me laugh while I was drinking seltzer. And now I kind of got <laughs> seltzer up my nose. Oh, uh, <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Okay, it is talking. funny, though. Okay. Um... So, the pita chips, raisins, and salt isn't really necessary, but, um, they, one of the, um, sleepover gals decides to play Ouija, and they summon a demon called Beathor, <laughs> um, played by Melissa Villasenor, who ends up having FOMO because, um, she... Um, <laughs> she is the outsider of the group, and, um, Paul Rudd refers to her as that goth kid. <laughs> um, and basically it's, it's really funny, and then they, then she goes in the bathroom and cries and calls her dad, aka Satan, and she hears her talking, that she hears them talking about her, and it's very dramatic, and it's very emotional. And then Paul Rudd comes in, and she tells them how they're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all right. That was a okay. summary. Yeah. On to deep, deep dives. On to deep yes. dives? Okay. Over to you. All right. This got, this got intense, I will just say. Okay. So, um... I looked up Showtime, and a free one-month trial is available to everyone, not just Paul Rudd. So, I don't know what Whoa. that was about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I looked up Nurse Jackie. I think it was also mentioned in that sketch. 
Oh, it yeah. is super. It's apparently a dramedy, but it's super intense because everyone's on drugs, even like the kids. What? Um, and at the end, I think she dies. So what? you just spoil Nurse Jackie for me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, it's well, okay. I'm not it's sort of uncertain. It. She overdoses and collapses, and then the series ends. You're spoiling it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, are you going to watch Nurse Jackie? I might. It's really popular. Like, it's with really? Edie Falco. I know. Its premiere Cece. was Showtime's, like, biggest hit. I know. Showtime's biggest hit, Suzanne. You just spoiled the ending of Showtime's biggest hit for me. <laughs> It, the ending aired in like six years ago. So, what does that have to do with it? The well, ending I of mean, it's not Friends exactly aired new. Like millions of years ago, and I still haven't watched that. What was it millions of years ago? The fa- finale of Friends. I still haven't watched that. I might. Who knows? Well, want me to tell you how it ends? No. How, do you know? No! Oh, well, you could surely look it up. Okay. Okay. Keep going. Um, I looked up Toyota Beef, uh, which was (laughs) the sponsor of What's Wrong With This Picture, and I found this. What? So, um, hold on. Wait. I just gotta fix one formatting thing. Okay. Um... The beef area of the 2018 New York Farm Show was located in the Toyota building. Oh, and whoa. that beef area featured um, hot beef sundaes, which I, I looked up what uh, a hot beef sundae is. And it's just mass, mashed, pota- mashed potatoes scooped like ice cream topped with roast beef. So it's oh, not too bad. Oh, that doesn't sound that bad. Yeah. That actually sounds yeah. good. Okay. Um, well, no need to look that up. <laughs> um, okay, and then I looked up Hot everything else, Sunday. all the like presentations that would be there. Yeah. Uh, so there's new technology on calving alerts. Be there instantly. Um, beef advocacy by the numbers. To call or to keep. Legs, feet, udders, frame score. Why all these are important to the future of a cow. A beef calves stage next a beef calves next stage of development why preconditioning is all caps so important the beef connection cow calf feedlots slaughter facility how it all works together and why each entity needs the other beef keep it on your table and that's all okay wait, wait that's all my show what what was this thing uh, Toyota beef? No, no, the the actual thing. What what? Ah, uh, the what beef were all area of the 2018 New York Farm Show. Oh, great. <laughs> okay, keep going. Okay, so my last one and my greatest one. I looked up Ray Donovan. Now, this might have been in reference to the television series Ray Donovan. It was. maybe, <laughs> but I chose to research. Raymond J. Donovan, Secretary of Labor under Ronald Reagan. You gotta deal with it. Okay, tell me some facts. He was born in New Jersey in August 1930. He went to the Notre Dame Seminary, which is not Notre Dame. It's a church school, and it has an interesting Instagram. Uh, He married Catherine Splendario, and that's spelled S-B-L- 
Endario, which really confused me. And then he was indicted for some really confusing financial thing that involved the Genovese crime family. Now, Will, you know me. I looked into the Genovese crime family. Actually, I know you and you're an extreme, extremely important part of the Genovese crime family. <laughs> of course, What'd yes. What'd they do? So, they were founded in the 1890s, maybe, no one knows, by a guy named Lucky Luciano. Ooh, it is scary. currently the most powerful crime family in the U.S. Oh my it God, follows something so called Omerta, which is a, um, like a super, like a blood oath or a code of like super secrecy. That's so scary. Wait, what's it yeah. called again? Um, the Genovese crime family. Okay, thank you. Okay, so now here's the interesting part. I wrote down all the gang nicknames that were mentioned in the Wikipedia article. And I am going to read them off really fast. All right, you ready? Yes. <laughs> okay. Tommy Ryan, Benny Squint, Benny Eggs, Ali Shades, Mikey Cigars, Frankie Ariana, Frankie Skyball, Sammy Meatballs, Big Nose Sam, Kid Blast, Mad Dog, Rooster, Funzy, Bugsy, Buckaloo, Baldy, Baldy Dom, Gentle Don, Quiet Don, Fat Dom, Dom the Sailor, Danny the Lion, Peter, Peter the Clutch Hand, Maddie the Horse, Jimmy from 8th Street, Fat Tony, Big Mike, Big Al, Little Nicky, Little Al, Little Larry, Little John, Little Guy, Uncle Patty, The Chin, The Wolf, The Fish, The Bull, The Greek, The Undertaker, The Prime Minister, Barney, Jerry, Joe, Joey A, Joey D, Joe Cargo, Joe the Boss, Gus, Tony, Ninny, Vinny, and my very favorite, the Artichoke King. Jesus. That's amazing. Yeah. The Artichoke King. I would love to know that guy. Except he was a gangster, so. Yeah. Let me look him up, the Artichoke King. And there's a faction in a town very near us. Well, not very near us, but approximately near us. Oh, um, uh, that was founded by is... the Rooster and Big Nose Sam and Skyball Frankie. <laughs> His real name is Ciro Terranova. Yes, I know that as well. You do not want to know this guy. He looks scary. <laughs> horrifying. He got his name from, like, buying up all the artichokes in New York City and then selling them at the really high price because he had all of them. Oh my god, that's really weird. <laughs> yeah. So then they called him the Artichoke King wow. for the rest of his life. Wait. It says he was um, at one time the underboss of the Morello crime family. I Double think that family. was either renamed or um, like adopted into the Genovese crime family. Oh, uh, cool. Yeah. Okay. Is that it? Is that all? Yep. Okay, wow. All right, on to Angelica's and Vultures. Okay, I do have to note for this one, and you should go first, but I normally get, like, one page of likes and, like, four dislikes. And I still got around four dislikes. And, you know, sometimes I'll get to a page, sometimes I'll get to, like, a page and a half. Once in a while I get to two pages. I got to four and a half pages this time. Wow, and I think it's just because you. SNL is so, like, fast-paced and, like, rapid-fire jokes. But, like, I got a lot of likes. So, okay. go ahead. 
I'm not gonna live up to them. Let me see. I have thirteen. So I have thirteen likes. You said ten in the thing, so um uh first like that Trump still doesn't have time for golf. <laughs> that um Melania and Pence uh lying themselves across the table. Um, Eric's unbelievably amazing song, the fact that Paul Rudd was born in 1945, <laughs> Kate McKinnon being marked by the quote-unquote plan of the apes, Kate's demonstration on Paul Rudd, <laughs> the fact that DJ Khaled knows about Robert's sleep apnea in Grace and Frankie, <laughs> I don't know about that, um, Elliot Pants. Face it, Will, DJ Khaled knows more than you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Um, Elliot Pants, AIDS computer, computer with AIDS, Apple watches. <laughs> Every time Janine either throw, threw or spit her drink onto Colin. Um, how similar the lyrics of Fancy Party are to the movie Black Swan. Um, what? <laughs> they are not at all similar. <laughs> Just so you know, I know you've never seen Black Swan, but I don't want you to go into it thinking that they're all similar. That's at all similar to the lyrics of Fancy Party. Um, Lyle slash Kesley slash whatever Paul, Le- Leslie, and Kyle would be. I don't really ship it, but I guess it's fun. <laughs> okay, on to you. Oh, okay. God, I got so much. Damn. Okay. I'm so sorry. Some of this, I don't even know what it's referencing. Okay. So my first like is, I read in all caps, ha ha, no you're not, which is in response to Trump saying, I am on cruise control to a second term. Um, I like Melania, I love Melania, Cecily Strong was so great at this impression. I love all of this song. I think it was just such a great showcase of the um, Trump era characters. Um, and also, it was a like, fun song. I like Pence. I forgot that she was named Sarah Huckabee Sanders, so I just wrote that I like 80. And I wrote, they're so good at doing their impressions while singing that it's got to be so hard, especially for Cecily. She doesn't quite nail it, but, like, she's really close. I like Keenan saying, women are screwed. Um, I wrote, wow, I kind of remember this because I kind of remember that week. I like Melania. Um, Who is Wilbur Ross? I don't remember. And then I wrote, never mind. I just love Kate McKinnon. Then does she play guitar? I don't know if she plays guitar because she was like she wasn't playing in that thing obviously. No, she was moving her hands up and down appropriately, yeah. and I remember she when she was uh, first a cast member in season thirty yeah, um, I seven I think like for six episodes in her opening credits yeah. she was shown with a guitar. Uh huh. So. There's yeah. that. Or maybe it was later on, but she was shown with a guitar and won some opening credits. Yes, I remember that. Um, Melania and Pence doing air guitar behind Wilbur Ross. Um, oh, I love Eric. And I wrote, Alex Moffat, you damn treasure. Because I would like to point anyone who does not like believe in Alex Moffat's talent to that clip. Just the head movements and the eye movements. Also perfect. Um, I like 80 again. I wrote, I like Cecily Strong music, but I don't know what that re- that's referencing. And I put in three C's in Cecily. 
him. So I wouldn't Wait. trust that. Wait, how? Is it? It's C E C C I L Y. Um, I like. Whatever. Oh, they're knowledge, tall. Knowledge is what? not showcased in how you spell names. It's showcased <laughs> in how you spell words. Yeah, and also I was writing really fast. Um, Paul Rudd did a Marvel movie. Then later on, he said it was Ant Man. He was Ant Man. Did you not know that? No, again, Denny's. That's the main thing he's known for. Really? I just yeah. thought he was known for Clueless and Parks and Rec. Well, obviously he was great in Clueless. Um, but no, he's mostly known for Ant-Man. Well, my parents know him from Clueless. But maybe yeah, that's just Clueless my parents. Clueless is an amazing movie. Wait, do your parents like Clueless? I think they're familiar with it. I don't Ugh. know if they love it. Fine. Let Hold that on. be so. Give me Continue. a moment. Uh. Hold on. Mom! <laughs> uh, she's yelling to her mother. <laughs> My mom says that she really loved it, but she saw it a million years ago. Oh, wow. So. That's good for me. It's on my top ten. That's um, not an accurate representation of my movie face, just so y'all know. But go, go ahead. I like the vocal checks callback, all for old sketches. Um, I wrote about the uh, journey through space and time sketch. Nothing could ever top the original, but this is pretty good. I like Paul Rudd in Showtime. I like Cecily's weird accent in this sketch. I wrote. I honestly know less about Game of Thrones than Pete Crows. Well, he assumed some crows, but swords? I don't know about any of this. I once watched um, the first, or once started the first episode of Game of Thrones. Uh, never seen Grace and Frankie, but this is really cool. I like Jane Fonda just because. Um, I like Elliot Pants. I think, um, I think, you know, usually when they do a game show sketch, I'm constantly longing for um, Bill Hader's Vince Blake, but... Keenan Thompson really na nailed this, so. Um, her hair has too many shrimps in it. Uh, the phrase, butt door. Um, love is missing. <laughs> uh, that the objects are poor. Date tent. Um, that woman's his wife. I thought of that said Jay Farrow died. He did not die. Jay Farrow was an impressionist from, like, season 36 to maybe season 41 or two um and he did a great and i wrote this during the dj Khaled thing he did a great little wayne um next to Taryn killam's eminem in a really funny update piece from season 36 uh when Lil wayne came on i was instantly reminded of lillian wayne from brooklyn 99 <laughs> Uh, i would like to note that dj Khaled says summer starts now three times and I would want to know, and I would like to know which one of those actually marked the start of summer. DJ Khaled. Okay. Um, I realized that the map. I, now I'm like starting to notice the Mercator all over, and I realized that the map um, behind them on update was the Mercator, and now I'm annoyed. I like that John Bolton is the Islamophobic Lorax. <laughs> I like launch her up. I love Janine. I like Janine. 
um, spitting water at Colin. Uh, Colin Jessica Jost. Janine throwing water at Colin. Colin. Michael handing Janine more water. And now it's just a play-by-play of that sketch. Um, <laughs> Janine calling Michael Keenan. Um, I like the sick Karda- uh, sick. I like the Kardashians burn uh, from Michael. Um, I'm confused as to how Michael got so wet as well. Um, she was I wrote throwing the, pretty long. I guess, yeah. With the second cup, it seemed more full than the other ones. Yeah. Um, that was a terrible segue. segue. I'm not totally sure what that was. Okay. Awesome tearaway work. Yes, on the... Um, awesome tearaway work on the Handmaid's Tale um, costume. She took that off really quickly. Great for the costume department. I like that the audience was booing the senators. I like Leslie Dracaris Jones. Um, the kind of recurring you know this song sketch. The dad. I like the little child actress. I think she did great. Um, <laughs> despite Colin Mooney's constantly shaming her. I felt ve- that was very funny in my opinion. <laughs> um, <laughs> She's not that kind. I wrote that this view was a lot better than the view they did back, like, in maybe, like, season 34 and 5 and stuff with, um, like, Fred Armisen and Kenan Thompson. There were It was mostly just the men playing the women. This is much better because they did not have any non-white women. Um, I like Melissa Villasenor. I like 80s Megan McCain. Um... Remember when Colin Jost did Pete Buttigieg? That was so weird. He was so bad at it. Yeah. I like the phrase Japanese spaghetti. Um, I like, okay, you're my nephew. I like the Joe Biden montage. I like that it was um, John Legend all along behind that piano. Yeah. What a reveal. Um, I like Demon. Thank you. I love Melissa Villasenor. Um, I like the dad's horrible snack. And I like the dad's horrible snacks. And that's it. Okay. Sorry, there was so much of that. God. Vultures. Um, DJ Khaled's performances. Um, The fact that I knew almost no one in either of DJ Khaled's performances. Um, I know this is technically kind of a normal name, but the fact that Paul Rudd's kid is named Darby, I just don't like that name. Do you? (laughs) Darby? Oh, it's weird, yeah. Yeah, it's really weird. Someone smashing pumpkins was named Darby, so immediate Ugh. grudge. Um, those are all of mine, because it was an amazing episode. And mostly just those pertain to DJ Khaled and Paul Rudd's child, who I have a feud with now. Um, <laughs> on to you. I don't like the Trump impression. I think it got old kind of fast. Um... And they relied on just, like, it way too much over his term. Although I do I do like that this this sketch, um, they really relied on the supporting characters more. I don't like Mueller again. Like, oh, yeah, he's not very good at You can't keep clapping for De Niro. I know he's great or whatever, Yeah, but, like, but he was Mul- there so much. And Mueller isn't funny, and he's not funny as Mueller. Yeah, yeah. I don't like that Colin and Michael probably saw those jokes at dress rehearsal, although it does really make me want to go to a dress rehearsal, like, w- during <laughs> one of their joke swaps, because it would be so fun. Um, there's a YouTube video um, of 
Seth Meyers and Amy Poehler during dress rehearsal on Update, where they just like mess up all the time because it's not live. Um, it's really funny. Uh, I don't like Bialthor's wig. It's really weird. It's like yeah. really curly around her horns and then really straight and really long. Yeah. It's really weird. Um, and the I don't like the implausibility of the best man story. Uh, no one knew. On its first episode, no one had any idea about NBC's Saturday Night. Like, it was yeah. just a weird little niche thing, probably totally underpromoted. And well, I yeah, doubt Paul he... Rudd would have walked up to Lauren Michaels and been like, I'm going to host your show. Yeah, but he probably wouldn't have been 30 in 1975 either. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. And I don't like that Bialthor calls her dad Satan. Yeah, um, so weird. It's like when our friend Audrey... Personal information that no people know about Audrey. Oh, you're right. She's on the show. She is. <laughs> yeah, it's like when Audrey, um, for a while she called her parents by their first names. It was so weird. When, I didn't really when know. When I her met name. her, she was doing that. She doesn't do I, that anymore. But when I met her, she was doing no, that. Yeah. It was weird. Anyway, really intimidating too. <laughs> yeah, she's still. Very if any like seven year olds need to freak out their friends, call your parents by their first names. Works yeah. every time. All right. All right. Uh, quotes. Quotes. Actually, no. Okay. Uh, what we wish had happened. Oh, God. I have nothing for this one. Oh, neither do I. Uh, I completely forgot about that. Uh, oh, no. I have one. Um, I wish that Paul Rudd got his wife out of, his fish, out of that fishbowl. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of con- <laughs> combining two jokes, but either way. Um, okay. I want to. Any... I'd like a, to see a sitcom based on Elliot Pants' life. Yeah. Uh-huh. As a struggling uh, game show host. <laughs> it's a HBO drama or a Showtime drama, more like it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, on to quotes. Uh yes, on to quotes. I got some quotes. Me too. Okay. Um, I. <laughs> I want to make a super straight man out of you, son and Eric. Son and Eric. I had done a Marvel movie, so I was still training people pretty well with my cooter and my tutor on full display. You might win a Toyota Beef. They're siblings, you know. They shouldn't have kissed. Twenty years ago, I yelled at a waiter because my Cobb salad had a cranberry in it, and now I'm locked in this volume every day for the rest of my life. Not only a gay man, but a boring gay man in the public eye. And finally, I've got pita chips, raisins, and salt. All right. I did like, though, that when, um, this is just kind of an adding thing, but that when Joy said, um, it probably came up, you're gay, it just, like, there was a lower third that came up under him that said gay and nothing else. It was really weird, <laughs> but it was really funny. Um, okay, I like uh, Our American economy is on fire I'm not gonna Going to tell you if it's a fire that keeps you warm warm Or burns your house down But it's some kind of fire Um, I want to make a Chick-fil-A man out of you Uh, Grace and Frankie They're different but they're friends It's a nice show DJ Khaled Uh, That computer has a virus And I hate to tell you But it's It's AIDS AIDS. (laughs) And this might be my very favorite. Bialthor, is that Greek? Mazel tov. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> uh, uh, 
<sighs> okay. <laughs> okay. Anything else? Yeah. Uh, I think that's it. Okay. Are we on to uh, shoutouts? Or what's going to happen to the gang next year? No, shoutouts first. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. We always do shoutouts first, because then okay. what's going to happen to the gang next yeah. year is the last okay. part. Yeah, um, sorry, I have to do one thing before shoutouts, because it's kind of off topic, but I also really wanted to mention it. In okay. light of the Grace and Frankie sketch, um, <laughs> I thought, I just wanted to mention, because it was about Jane Fonda, I just wanted to mention that my mom went to Jane Fonda's summer camp. Yes, and up. I read an article on BuzzFeed about I read an essay that she wrote on BuzzFeed about it. Yeah, yeah. and that um, book then inspired... That essay then inspired her book, so... Really? Right. Oh, I guess, yeah. Yeah, yeah um, and she also, maybe, maybe, we're not sure, she might have made out with Jane Fonda's son, but she might have made out with Jackson Brown's son. I think son. it was Jackson Brown's son, because it was never mentioned in the essay. Yeah, but the thing is, she didn't remember by then. Oh. Oh. She forgot, well, like, immediately afterwards. So, if either people, either um, <laughs> Jackson Brown's son or Jane Fonda's son... Or Jane Fonda um, or Jackson Brown. <laughs> yeah, if any of you are listening to this podcast, please tell us if you made out with one Heather Abel... Um, or if your son made out with in one In the Heather 80s. Abel. Yes. Yes. Thank you. I mean, you might not know. It's greatly so. appreciated. You can reach us at xanabillium at gmail.com. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, if we get a response from one of them, I swear I will die. If we get a response <laughs> from Jane Fonda. <laughs> okay. On to shout outs. All right. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, let's do this thing. I would like to shout out the couple kissing near the end of the opening credits. I hope you're oh, still yeah, together. Oh, yeah, because we know them. We do? We don't know them. But they're an artic- They're like an editor for Vulture. Oh, cool. So they wrote an article about how they're in the opening credits, oh, which I thought fun. was so cool. Yeah. Um, it's probably like statistically accurate that at some point in the history of SNL, I know someone who I marginally... Someone who my parents marginally know was featured at some point, considering the interesting things ever they're always doing around New York. But yeah. Anyways, go. Um, hope they're still together. Um, if you were just strangers <laughs> kissing on the street, good luck with that too. <laughs> um, the wind by P.J. Harvey. We sang this song and got it in our head. Um, it's it really got weird. out of my head. I yeah. don't know about you. It's uh really weird song half of it's like spoken word and the other is her like singing a weird siren song over like muted guitar and weird orchestra stuff um and it's a really weird song but it's a great song and we followed her on instagram and her producer followed us back not yeah her. oh yeah shout out to our instagram we're following people now so yeah, if you follow us we will so follow awesome. you and we have a couple of new followers so i'm gonna start posting content regularly so yes and all our yeah. listeners please if you have instagram follow us it would be such an honor yeah yeah we love um, instagram yeah Whoa, we we're did. gen z it's we were great. never on social media until now yeah. we're just discovering it and we've decided we like it we do like it 
And I mean, how else are we supposed to know what Chloe Fineman's up to? And what Natalie Portman's her up to. And what book so she's cute. reading for her book club, her Instagram book club. Yeah. Um, if my, if she reads my mom's book, I'm going to die. Oh, that'd Just be as so much cool. as I die if Jane Fonda wrote to us. Yeah. Okay. Next, I'd like to shout out Deceived with Kindness. It's a book by Angelica Garnett, who we reference every time we do an episode because it's. Yeah, Angelica's. she's our Angelica. Yeah. Um, we Angelica Angelica. <laughs> yes, we do Angelica Angelica. Just um, like Jack Peacock's Peacock. <laughs> yes. Um, and what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Um, we're both reading it. Uh, I put it down for David Sedaris and Suzanne's. Susanna's put it down for Les Mis. I'm sorry. Uh, you mean Amy Sedaris's brother? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I refuse to say Amy Sedaris's brother's first name. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I finished the Amy Sedaris's brother's book, When You Are Engulfed in Flames. Um, when You Are Engulfed in Flames is the title. It's an amazing book. I recommend it highly. Faster than Susanna has finished. Lame is she hasn't finished it yet, but that's because I'm it's sorry. A last pages. I checked, when you are engulfed in flames by Amy Sedaris's brother is not 200 years old and 1,200 pages I long. I just said that. I just said oh, okay. that. If you were listening, I sorry. said because I was listening. I just I got caught up in the moment. Okay. Defending yeah. my lame up. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, but I'm reading the last two chapters, and they're really amazing. Yeah. And finally, to all our new listeners, we had a huge listener spike. Um, I wouldn't call it huge. Well, it looked pretty huge on the graphs. <laughs> yeah, we did have much more in... We did have, like, three times more in March than in any of our other months. Yes, so it's, thanks it's a great for that. month for us. Thank you great so month. much, and follow us on Instagram if you haven't already. Yeah. Yeah, shout and- out to all you. Thank you so much for listening. It's really important to us and really great. Yeah. Thank you. All right. I could do my shout outs now? Yes. Okay, it's been a while because we took a hiatus for a uh, school thing. Um, so I want to shout out Dickinson, which I don't think I got to aff- officially shout out last time. It's so good. I can't wait for its third season. <coughs> you should watch it if you have time. It's on Bye. Apple TV. I will. Um, I want to shout out Les Miserables, as always. I'm getting to the point where everyone starts dying, so that's exciting. Um, I want to shout out New Girl. I just started watching it, and it's very good. Um, oh, I want to shout out this book. Hold on, let me get it. Wait, what? You have a new book? Wow. Which you keep forgetting to lend Will. It's called Can't and Won't Stories by Lydia Davis. Oh, cool. And it's so good. Oh, my God. Um, Yeah. I oh, guess that's it. I have one more shout out. Um, weekends. We haven't been given any yes. weekends. Cause can I tell them what we've been doing for our hiatus? Oh, just I think it gives away a little bit about how old we are. Oh, fine. Um, basically, we've been doing a school thing that we have to do on weekends. Yeah, we have to go into school on weekends. And that's why we had a break, because we had to get up at like six every day to get into school. Um, on we, weekends yeah and we couldn't really do the podcast um because we were so tired but we got a weekend this weekend because it's over and that's really great um we're just really happy about that because 
We finally get off. Yeah, it's still amazing. Okay. Anyway, that's just a quick shout out, but I feel like we both have. Um, Susanna? Yes. Uh, all right. What will happen, what will to, the happen gang to the next gang year? next year? Yeah. Okay. Well, next year. Oh, God. Okay, next year we are doing an undetermined Downton Abbey episode. Yes. Um, either we'll we'll suck it up and watch episode five, or we'll be doing episode four. Uh, you'll s- just have to wait and see. Or six or seven. I don't know if you can get that fast in a week. Okay, I'll take that as a challenge. We're doing seven, Susanna. Write in on the <laughs> website. All right. Okay. This is scary. Um, but I'm I'm totally down with doing. F- um, four, five, six, or seven. Susanna. All of them, great episodes. Um, Susanna, so we were doing one of them. I'm putting seven on the website tentatively yes, because put it I'm on not the sure website. how much I trust Will. But put it on the website. I'm watching <laughs> it all this weekend, the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> all sixty hours of it. Yeah, all sixty. Oh God, that's not enough time. <laughs> Yeah, you. Well, no. Let's see. It's t- yeah. It's t- it's forty eight yeah, hours. The weekend is forty eight. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna. Finish I guess you'd have one. to not go to school on Monday. I can finish season one this weekend because they're only an hour each, and I'll have lots of free time. So yeah. I won't All right. Worry about me. I'm diligent. Okay. I'm putting seven. So we're doing seven. All right. Yes. So yeah, we're so excited for that. Downton Abbey is my yes. favorite show ever, probably. Next to X- SNL, maybe. It depends really on how I'm feeling, but Downton Abbey truly changed my life. Maybe the person I am today. Blah, 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 blah. Anyways, um, I wrote an email newsletter about it. The link is in our website in my bio. Yeah. So check it out if you want. I'm going to start doing it again soon when school oh ends. Oh, God, really? Yeah. Because oh, I, I don't go to camp. I hate camp. Oh, no, no, no. I got like halfway through season two. Oh, yeah. I'm glad for you. Happy yeah. For and you. like you can read along this time. So. I will. Okay. Much excitement. Um, yeah. And, okay, I just want to give a shout-out to all of our, like, places, because we haven't been doing it the, first, the last few episodes. Um, yes. Our website is xanabillium.com. Our Instagram handle is at xanabillium. And you should totally follow us. Uh, you can email us at xanabillium at gmail.com. Everything is just xanabillium. You can also just, like, Google yes. us. Um, and you can find us on all sorts of platforms. So, Anyone who yeah, knows. Yeah, I think I like our podcast. I do like Just going to go out and say it. <laughs> yeah, I like I That's a self. And I think but, you'll like it too. Although yes. you're already listening to it and you've gotten this far in the episode. Yeah. So I don't know why we're plugging it so much. Uh-huh. Anyways. But one thing. Um, if you either know Jackson Brown or Jane Fonda, are Jackson Brown or Jane Fonda. Or any of their children. Yes, primarily or any sons. of their sons. Um, and are listening to this. <laughs> please <laughs> Or if you us. knew them... Or if you knew them, or my mother, Heather Abel, again, in the 80s, in Santa Monica. Yes. Please tell us, because we got to get this story straight. Yes. Xanabillium you can reach us again at xanabillium at gmail.com. Yes. Just xanabillium, no ant. No. Xana, uh, Z-A-N-N-B-I, wait, Z-A-N-N-A-B-I-L-L-I-A-M. Should you start going by Zan, like that girl in <laughs> Unbreakable Commissioner? I always liked her because she went to Columbia. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I guess that's it. This is a yeah. great episode. Yeah. All right. Happy wow. days. Long episode. Good for us. Oh, okay. wait, wait. Cocaine. Um, Cocaine. You did mention it at the beginning. 
Oh, you said that falling yeah. off your chair on Zooms was like your cocaine. Yes. <laughs> Which is so weird to say. I'll try to see if I that. notice it this week. Um, uh, okay. Can I right. do the sign off? Go ahead. Okay. Finally. Well, I've been Susanna. Uh, I've been Will. And Seth Myers. this is not a death threat. Bye. Bye. Boop.